0: Happy
1: holiday season.
0: That is right. Tis the season for buying stuff.
1: For commercialism.
0: Spending all of your money on people you see.
1: Unloading sweet cash on cheap goods.
0: And sometimes not cheap goods.
1: Sometimes not cheap goods. And
0: sometimes goods that should be cheap but aren't.
1: That's most of the goods.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're not bitter. We actually really love
1: Christmas. So, uh, similar to last year... Uh, we're going to do a series of gift guides for people who are shopping. Um, we're going to break it up a little bit differently than last year, though. We're going to do it by age group. Um, so today we're going to discuss, uh, our 2019 buying guide for kids.
0: Yes, for the little children.
1: It's kind of a broad spectrum, so it's going to be, like, little, little kids all the way to, like, preteens. But, um... Yes, We only got three Wednesdays before Christmas, so... We, That's right. It's limited. We couldn't really do, like, a babies, and then less babies, and then pre-teens. <laughs> so, we're just going to kind of... This is age-appropriate, young audiences stuff. Yeah. Um, everyone in, in the comic nerdy world uh, that you should buy if you need some ideas. Yeah. Um,
0: Whether it's for your children or your nieces and nephews or your baby yeah. cousins or
1: whether it's for your babies or your baby's babies or your baby's babies babies, 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 babies. babies these are the gifts you should get
0: it's true my first pick so we're going to start off with some comics yep my first pick was a recent run i believe it was last year um but it was grumpy cat and garfield
1: nice that's funny. it
0: was so cute mm-hmm. it's
1: crossover of the ages
0: <clears throat> it's perfect it's it's incredibly light-hearted it's very age appropriate it's not just about grumpy cat and garfield it's also about Odie and and everybody trying to rescue each other and live in a, their best life and mm-hmm. it's they get into antics but it's a short run it's like five issues it's the art is adorable and cute so if you've got you know if you've got little little people that you're trying to push comics onto because that's what I feel like I always mm-hmm. do. Like, I get little people in my life and suddenly I'm like, hey, I'm going to make you a nerd. Let's <laughs> do this. So I find ways to pigeonhole them into nerddom. Yeah. Um, so if you've got little people who love animals, Grumpy Cat at Garfield is a perfect way to push them into nerddom without them even realizing it.
1: Nice. Cool. <laughs> I've got a... A very, very recent one, in that it's literally releasing the day this episode comes out. Woohoo! Um <laughs> I believe every year they do this, or at least for the past couple of years they've done it, but Disney, through IDW, produces a lot of their, like, kids' books. Okay. So they do, you know... Disney's licensing, first of all, is everywhere. So That's I true. think they're, like... They're like princess stuff is with Dark Horse, but then they're like Mickey and Donald and Goofy, that, that kind of section right. is with IDW. And then they're also doing the like Marvel action stuff with IDW. And then they also mm-hmm. obviously own Marvel. Um, so they're kind of all over the place, but they um, are. They put out their like Mickey, Donald, Goofy, those kind of like their Dark right. Tales and your Uncle Scrooge's and all that with IDW. Um, and they do these books that are. I don't know if they're reprints or it's just very like old-fashioned looking art or what but um a lot of their like mickey and donald stuff looks like old-fashioned cartoon kind of stuff and they do holiday specials so they've got one coming out today mickey and donald christmas parade 2019 oh nice um, literally comes out december 4th um so it's brand spanking new and it would be a good choice if you got just a kid that you want to get something quick and small it's not going to break the bank. It's not going to be flashy. It's like seven ninety nine. So it's kind of a big, thick book. Like, it's one of the spine-bound prestige format. Oh, it makes it a little more little Yeah, more so legit. it's a little bit more hefty. It's not just, like, one floppy issue. Like, here you go. Uh, welcome to the real world. Um, so it's still pretty special. And it's got that, you know, classic Disney feel to it. And it's cartoony and lighthearted and fun. Um, and it's brand new. And so Mickey and Donald Christmas Parade 2019 would probably be my first comic book pick for kids, though uh, not necessarily in. I'm not going in like priority order here. I don't know. If, <laughs> I don't know if you are. If you're like, this is the best thing, and then this one's okay. All three of mine are pretty good. No, all of mine are pretty legit. I, They're all pretty legit. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure how, the, <laughs> wasn't sure how we were how we were handling this. If I should be like, this is my favorite one, or what, but.
0: Well, speaking of IDW, <coughs> word Marvel Action Comics yeah, are, so sometimes it can be really hard if you've got kids that are really into superheroes and they really want to do like Marvel stuff. Sometimes mm-hmm. it can be really hard to actually it's introduce true. them sometimes, into.
1: yeah, people will look at me and be like, hey, I want to get my kid into comics, but I'm looking for something not so violent. And I have to look at them and I'm like, you realize you're talking about people whose <laughs> whole thing is. Is literally punching, punching justice <laughs> into other people. <laughs> you know, Cyclops doesn't blast flowers <laughs> and dreams out of his eyes. He blasts concussive blasts. It's like, true. It's he, gonna be a superhero stuff. gonna have violence.
0: Yeah, that's kind of part <laughs> of the how deal. it is. Yeah. Yeah. So. But one of the things that's been really cool are the Marvel action comics that have come out have been very everyone-friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, they have that, that big fancy E rating most of the time. Um, and I haven't read all of them, but every person I've heard who's read them has enjoyed all mm-hmm. of them.
1: They I mean, all get great Yeah, reviews. I've talked to adults that read them, and they love them. IDW does really solid kids stuff. true. I think it's um, true. we've talked in the past on the podcast about how like some of these companies need to find their niche and just kind of like latch in like we were talking recently about how boom needs to just be like the horror and fantasy group yeah right um and i think idw just really shines when they do kid stuff yeah like i think their kid stuff is so good because i actually one of my other choices is idw thing well and along um, with this
0: marvel action comics i actually have read and talked about one of them on the show is the captain marvel one mm -hmm. where it's her hanging out with Goose. Yep. And it's like Attack of the Flurkins, which is a little weird.
1: But was it Flerkin crazy? It was adorable.
0: Like, it's an infestation of cat-, cat aliens that occasionally have tentacles, but most of the time are just adorable. Mm-hmm. And the plot is cute and understandable. And it doesn't, it's not like so kiddish that it can't be compelling, but it's completely acceptable for a younger audience. So I think, you know, any of the the marvel action comics if you're looking to maybe you know somebody in your life wants a black panther comic or a captain marvel comic or a spider-man comic all of the marvel actions i've heard have gotten really really good really good reviews and opinions on them so that would definitely be what i would suggest you go and check out if you're looking for something along those lines
1: nice uh continuing like i said on the uh idw train um, Canto came out this year. Oh, Canto's so um, good! It's it's all ages, but it might be a little bit too dark, dark or complex for, like, a really, really young audience. Yeah. But, you know, like, eight or nine and up, totally get it. Oh, it's, absolutely. You know, it's about as dark as some of the darker Disney movies, you know? Yeah. So if you're, if you feel like your kid has a solid grasp on, like, Black Cauldron or...
0: Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah,
1: or like Hunchback at Notre Dame and stuff. Yeah, then Hunchback's like, a good example. Yeah, I said Notre Dame. Deal with it. Uh, it's
0: Notre Dame, I know. you plebe. I
1: know. <laughs> I was in a football mood today, so I guess I'm just stuck there. Um, <laughs> wee.
0: Digging that sports ball grave. Notre Dame, wee. Um,
1: But yeah, if, you know, you're cool with them picking up on darker stuff, and, you know, if they've kept up with star wars or the avengers stuff then you know they're right on par with oh yeah absolutely kanto is a delight i look forward to every single like every single issue that comes out um it's it's just fun and wholesome and like clean like there's not a lot of violence in this no it's not there's like one issue that has like some severe violence and then there's like violent undertones like talks of slavery and conquering and you know all this stuff but in like a fantasy kind of spectrum so for those of you who haven't heard us talk about kanto in the past because i think we've talked about it a couple times on the show um kanto features this small creature which is essentially an automaton it's this race of these like steamworks tiny like they're teeny tiny uh automated basically steamworks androids he looks like a little chibi knight yeah and they they all look like they're a suit of armor basically given life and their whole thing is that they're born and bred into slavery under this like race of these kind of wolf-like goat-like creatures um and they're told that they're not allowed to have names they work their work is kind of nondescript just like as vague slavery work as you could think. They're digging and, like, like, cutting. Gold,
0: like, gold mining type thing. Yeah, they're, or like, something. mining
1: gyms and stuff. And um, they're not allowed to have names. They're not allowed to have possessions. They're not allowed to have... And they don't have hearts. The whole mythos is that their hearts were taken from them when they were created um, by whoever this hooded figure that lords over the land.
0: And replaced with clocks.
1: Yeah, and replaced with clocks. Cantos different though he has a name that was given to him by this woman who he loves and she at some point early on takes gets severely injured basically taking a hit for kanto um as he's you know about to be punished and stuff and he then sets out because her clock is dying her heart clock so he sets out to retrieve her heart from the like dark overlord who controls everything it hasn't finished yet um there's a good i think like five issues out i don't think it's finished yet there might I don't be think it's one yet. more i unfortunately i was looking up to see when the trade paperback was coming out and it's not coming out until march but if you can get your hands on the issues i think it would make a really super gift for any kid in your life that you know, really likes reading, really likes fantasy and fairy tales and that kind of stuff. Uh, The art's beautiful. The storytelling's beautiful. And it would just be a good way to introduce a kid to, like, hey, it's not always superheroes. Here's how, like, creative and amazing the entire world of comics. It's like opening those shutters. Like, most kids know, like, comic books, like, superheroes. I got that. You know what I mean? Like, they know that. So I think it's cool when, like, really – excellent kid fare comes out from these other companies that isn't just like superheroes so that you can give it to kids and go ahead and set them off on like look at what else there is out there because when i was a kid in the 90s i knew there was like sonic and archie comics you know what i mean like yeah. i knew there was other yeah. simpsons comics i had a lot of simpsons comics but it was all like 90s corporate chill. you know what i mean right. it was yeah it was all that stuff because granted back in the 90s a lot of the like extracurricular stuff was image which was a little too edgy for me it was like spawn and stuff a little too dark and yeah and um you know vertigo which was still dc but was you know breaking boundaries and stuff so i didn't really have the opportunity to get introduced to like wow look at this world outside of all this artistic creative stuff that isn't just superheroes but now we have kids books that are just like really literary and really like fantastic
0: and kind of high level,
1: kind of high level and just really high quality, and giving that to a kid goes ahead and just like kicks them into this world of like what you th- here's what you thought you know it's like it's like one of those Ford commercials. is it Ford where they like have them in a room and then the wall comes up and it's like
0: it's a bigger room. Or oh, like I think the, it's Chevy the maybe? The Geico
1: commercial or the progressive commercial that made fun of those commercials. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's like, it's now we're in a bigger room. It's like <laughs> that. You know? So, you know, they're already in their tiny Marvel DC room and then it's like, whoa! Like, Look at everything that can be. And I just think is a great like if you want to breed creativity in a kid, Kanto is what they need to be reading.
0: Also, if you're like trying to get your kid to be more into the like Lord of the Rings type affair. Mm-hmm. This is this is a gateway drug to that, my friend. <laughs> True, yeah. <laughs> if you're pushing for that that high fantasy land, this this'll get you started. This'll get you started hard. So um my next pick is I wanted to take it a little more on the DC side. Admittedly, I have not read this, but everything I have heard about it is fantastic and it's it's incredibly young in terms of age focus but i know grown men who think this title is amazing and that's tiny titans
1: okay nice
0: tiny titans is some of the cutest looking artwork it's based on like kind of the teen titans but it's almost set up in this kind of pseudo charlie brown kind of way um and You know, plots take place such as Slade Wilson is now the principal at the school. And, like, just things like that. Like, cute, quirky, quippy, using these characters in a different way, in a very young, very approachable way. Um, The art is kind of like scribble-type drawn. It's, It's very cute and... I, I don't know. It, it's just a cute read, and I feel mm. like there's there's more options typically for younger Fair when it comes to like Marvel, and mm. there's some like <clears throat> more youthful Marvel characters that are more available to readers. Like you know, unbeatable Squirrel Girl is a great title from Marvel. Yeah, Moon Girl's a great title from Marvel. There's just some younger stuff available, whereas I feel like <clears throat> DC stuff just really loves to be dark and broody and edgy and not super kid friendly. So having a title like Tiny Titans is a really great option because it it opens up those heroes that kids love, especially if they watch like the Teen Titans T V show, Teen Titans Go or whatever. Mm. And and this way it it kinda it, it spreads that to the other medium without alienating them by being too high level or too um too dark and gloomy fair yeah so
1: um the last thing i wanted to mention comics wise and again i haven't i haven't read this but it's always been super popular it's been going on for a while and the nice thing about it is is that for the most part it's made up of just little minis little kind of tidbits the most recent one just wrapped it actually wraps again today Um, i'm really recent um (laughs) So Over the Garden Wall, uh, oh, yeah. I believe, is based on... It's from Boom Studios. I believe it's based on a TV show or like a miniseries from some kid channel. I don't know. I haven't done my I think it was Cartoon research. Network. I, I've only, I remember Yeah, that. I've only known it as the comic. Um, it had a miniseries, I think, like a year or two ago. And then got popular enough to have like a short ongoing that I think made it like five volumes. I think the last wow. volume came out like, December of last year.
0: That's pretty And legit. then this
1: year, they've had two mini series. one called Hollow Town, which does have a trade paperback. The trade paperback for that is available. It came nice. out in, like, July. And then they also have one that just finished, five-issue mini called Soulful Symphonies. Um, every person I've ever suggested or talked to that has a kid that reads these loves them. And I'm talking kids from, you know, the age of, like, six to the age of like 15. Oh wow. Like I've nice. known a lot of parents that buy this series for their <laughs> kids um and their kids just dig it. So it's got, you know, Cartoon Network Nickelodeon-esque kind of art. Um it's got that kind of appeal uh but it's still fairly fantasy-based. I've heard it has some like darker tones to it, but nothing like too worrisome. Um so over the garden wall I highly recommend Like I said, the ones from this year are Hollow Town, which is in a trade paperback, which is just a quick, like, one single bite sort of thing you can buy for a kid uh, as a gift. Or Soulful Symphonies, which doesn't have a trade yet. Um, It just wrapped today. Uh, But the five issues should be easy to hunt down either online or at your local comic shop. Uh, So, yeah, recommend it. Nice. Nice. So let's switch some gears and talk about stuff that's not necessarily comics. Yes. So stuff that is comic book related but isn't actually a comic book. What sort of gifts might you get um, for, you know, your little chillins uh, that you just want to force the nerdism on? Um, (laughs) You want to kick us off? Yeah, absolutely.
0: So last year, the Batman the Animated Series um blu-ray set came out and it was like a big deal and if you haven't gotten that for your children yet what are you doing Mm. you're not that that's not good parenting okay um the batman animated series is how so many of us in my generation at least got introduced to batman understood batman it introduced harley quinn as a character Mm -hmm. it defined behaviors and like personality traits for so much of both Batman and his rogue gallery. Mm. I mean, how well, do you the, even compare, like, the Joker? To, like, you know yeah. what I mean?
1: Well, and I mean, the voices <clears throat> are so iconic that yes. Kevin Conroy is now playing Batman in the Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, exactly. So.
0: Like, it's a huge deal. Well, this year, is seeing... Is Crisis
1: on Infinite Earths that Arrowverse is doing, or is it just Infinite Crisis? Which one? I think it's Infinite Earths. I
0: think that's
1: the one I do. I think it's Infinite I don't know. I haven't been keeping up because I'm trying so hard to, like, catch up and not get spoiled. Not spoiled. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, I don't I want one of those articles that's like, <clears throat> this person died? Yeah, I, you know? I just
0: blank out. Mm-hmm. I just, like, immediately swipe away on the screen. Um, But following the hype of last year's Blu-ray release, yep. this year... They are releasing on Blu-ray the Batman Beyond animated series. Nice, which is equally not okay, not equally, but also super dope. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't. You can't say that it compares to <coughs> Batman animated series because like nothing. It compares. does. It does for
1: <laughs> it does for a lot of people though. I I never personally got into it because I've never like honestly even as a kid I've never really been into that like. It's kind of like the Marvel 2099 stuff like that. Like, this is the edgy, dark future kind of stuff. <laughs> um, and yet, one of my favorite games is Deus Ex. The world may never know. Um, <laughs> but a lot of people love Batman Beyond. It's cult following. Like, it's got a cult following in its own way, but it's like a huge cult following. And don't get me wrong.
0: So. I love Batman mm. Beyond. Like, I thought Batman Beyond was awesome. But I... The difference being that I feel like I grew up on Batman animated series, whereas Batman Beyond was just something that I, like, casually observed a little bit later. Yeah, that's fair. You know what I mean? So, like, it just has different connotations, but Batman Beyond is still a great show, and I totally, you know, that's a great pick for your kids if, yep. if you're looking for something, and it's going to have, like, it comes with this whole big box set and, like, figurine and stuff, and it's cool stuff. Cool stuff to give to make nerds breed more nerds in the world. We need more. It's an army. <laughs> Speaking
1: of Batman, I Ooh. also have a Batman choice. Ooh. Uh, I was going to say, and I think this came, did this come out this year? When did this come out? Let me make sure it was this year so I'm not like an old-fashioned turd. Yeah, it came out this year. It came out in May. Um, so, long, long time ago, DC and, again, IDW did a crossover between Batman and one of IDW's more popular IPs, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Interesting. Um, two characters everyone's heard of coming together. It was cool. Yeah. They did sense. it. It was set more in like, if you don't know about TMNT comics, they're not as kid friendly as some people assume. Yeah. They're, they're more for like older teens and adults. Yeah. Um, even though like to the extent that the early stuff had like gore and nudity and stuff like that. <laughs> Um so just be warned Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles comics aren't inherently kid friendly. Right. Um they then did Batman and TMNT Adventures which the TMNT Adventures line is their like Nickelodeon kid friendly line.
0: Okay, that makes sense.
1: Um so they did like a kid one as well. Then they did a second Batman Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, they did a second Batman TMNT Adventures and they did a third Batman Ninja Turtles. Okay. In May of this year, they actually released a two, like one of their animated films. Right. That was Batman TMNT.
0: Oh, nice. Um,
1: it's apparently amazing. I haven't oh. had a chance to watch it. The cast I'm just now seeing looks phenomenal. Really? It's Troy Baker doing Batman. Oh. Eric Bauza doing Leonardo. Darren Criss doing Raphael. Oh. Kyle Mooney doing Michelangelo. Baron Vaughn doing Donatello. Carlo Alazraki doing Bane, and many, many, many more, including my boy John DiMaggio doing Mister Freeze. Heck um, yeah! I it didn't hear for that. It is technically rated PG thirteen, so it might be for you know your older kids in the like ten to twelve range. But looking at the parents guide on IMDb, it's rated T. It's rated PG thirteen for uh, fantasy violence. Oh yeah. Um, it rated pg-13 for fantasy violence there's apparently like someone gets need in the face and blood comes out a foot soldier gets like a throwing star to the head uh it's implied that batman may have killed somebody or something i don't know um and then there's like it's funny i love this so i look at the parents guide from time to time because they're like super like kind of silly sometimes <laughs> And it's just, like, sex and nudity. There's three, like, things that comes up. Some sexual references, which I think is, I think one of the turtles has, like, a crotch on Batgirl, so it might be that. Okay. Um, two characters get kicked in the crotch. Oh, that,
0: that's and now here's, sexual?
1: There is a lesbian couple.
0: <gasps> oh, my God. There
1: is a lesbian couple discussing seeing other people during a scene where their turtles get thrown into a pizza shop. And that's so a couple's breaking up, but because they're lesbians, let's put it on the ratings.
0: <laughs> oh my god! I
1: thought, I thought that was funny. And then apparently sometimes people say there's like two uses of the word damn, and one word use of the word hell. So there's your parent guide for the Batman T M N T movie. <laughs> but I've I've heard it's amazing. I saw the trailer for it. It looked really really nice. Um, I definitely want to see it. I might pick it up on Blu-ray. I totally forgot that it happened. Um, until just now but i wanted to see it back when it came out um but i think that would be a great you know kind of gift for your cartoon loving batman loving kid in your life yeah that's a good call
0: um if you really want to make a kid's day or life Mm -hmm. you gotta hook that kid up with disney plus
1: yeah totally i mean it's, (laughs) It's it's what 70 bucks
0: yeah for, for the whole for a year. year
1: so it's like hey little timmy 70 dollar christmas gift from grandma
0: like it's all of the marvel stuff there's gonna be new marvel stuff mm-hmm. it's all the star wars stuff yeah and then it's all of the old disney stuff i mean come on man i admittedly so <laughs> this is a fun story kids will care about it maybe not as much as adults will <laughs> And I say that because I have a friend who, when Disney Plus got turned on, we received text messages at 4 o'clock in the morning. Like, it's finally here. Because of hype. So, like, I don't know if your kids will be that excited, but they'll be pretty pumped about
1: it. Yeah, we're... (laughs) No, I think that's a solid choice, especially if it's family. You know what I mean? Like, 70 bucks is not that big of a deal. And if you have, like, a you know someone in your family that you need to get a gift and it's like mom dad and like three kids Then like 70 bucks is a gift for all of them yeah it gets them the whole year's worth you know exactly and i think you can even get the bundle with like can you still get the bundle with like hulu was that like a time thing i don't know so you could also get the bundle with like hulu and espn and stuff and just make everybody's day um and there's just tons of content like Mom and dad can go through all their nostalgic 90s, you know, Disney Channel movies and, like, Disney Channel animated shows and stuff like that. And then the kids can join them on that journey or they can, you know, watch all the new Marvel stuff and all the new Star Wars stuff. And it's it's just good. It makes sense. It just makes sense as a gift. I'm kind of bummed that my brother and his family already have it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, I'm kind of super bummed that they got <laughs> it. It would
0: have been such a good buy, but... We'll come up with something even better.
1: Yep. Uh, I wanted to move into the realm of games. I was going to mention... And I'll just give a quick, like, shout-out here to, like, the Lego games. Like, all the Lego Marvel and Lego DC games. Those are so good. There has not been a new one that's, like, comic book related or, like, really that nerd. Like, the most recent one, I think, was the Lego Movie 2 video game that oh, okay. came out this year. Next year... They're doing the Skywalker Saga, Lego Star Wars. Aww. So that would be a good one, but that's next year. Um, the last time like a DC or Star Wars or Marvel or whatever came out was DC Super Villains last year. Um, but if you have a kid who's never played any of those or they have ones that they haven't played, those games are great. They're fun. to. They're cooperative. So two people can play them at the same time. They're super easy, super approachable for kids of all ages. Um, I highly recommend the Lego games. Uh, but I mainly wanted to talk about, and this is also not a new game, but it's n- still new-ish in the realm of board games. Things tend to be new for longer. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like a movie where it's like, it's new. It came out last week. It's like, it's new. It came out two years ago. Yeah, um, exactly. Board games are kind of slow-cooked. Uh, we talked about it on the podcast yes we Um, did our very first episode of powered gaming if you want to hear our review like in-depth review of this game uh check that out but five minute marvel is a great game for kids it's so good Um, it's chaotic and crazy but it's not complex um it's very approachable for families in fact i believe the developer their first run with the five minute system five minute dungeon was, like, really directed and marketed towards, like, being a family-friendly game. Yeah. Because there's just not a lot of those hitting the shelves anymore. A lot of board games coming out are very European, very, like, complex and strategy-based, deep and for adults, and, like, don't kids stay away. And then when you get a kids thing, it's, like hey, can you find Dory? Kind of like spot it games, you know what I mean? And there just hasn't really been a good in-between. That
0: good middle ground, um, yeah.
1: That's like a high-quality game and not just a rehash or like a simplification of something else. Munchkin stood the test of time for a long time, but even Munchkin can be complex for adults that I know. Um, That's true. And it
0: causes fights. It does, and
1: it has its weirdness. (laughs) And, you know, you don't always want to play a game with a kid that's about... I think cooperative games are better for families.
0: I absolutely Um, agree. I absolutely agree. I, okay.
1: Especially, like, families with kids, you know?
0: Well, and let's be frank, too. If you've got a family that's got, like, an only child, Mm. I was a family with an only child. We were only able to play cooperative games because if we played games where it was against each other, I did not handle defeat well, Yeah. especially because I felt like I was always losing because I was the only kid. Yeah. Like, it's one thing if you lose to a kid, but if you're always losing to a parent, it sucks. Yeah.
1: So it's a cooperative game. Your only enemy is the clock. You literally have five minutes to fight every bad guy that comes up. It runs using simple symbols. Again, if you want the full in-depth review, check out our Powered Gaming episode. Uh, We'll put a link to that. Yeah, we can do that. In in the description for this one. But um, I highly, 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 highly recommend this game for any family that has kids that you need to get a gift for. If they're Marvel fans, especially... um, definitely look into getting 5-Minute Marvel. It's super good. Super good game.
0: I agree. Um, I also have one other game that I wanted to mention really quick. Um, This one, so as I've said, I really like to make kids nerds. I think kids should be nerds. I want kids to be in the fandom. It's mm-hmm. how I am. And w- something that I think is important, What, what is a more important skill than being able to easily identify all of the Marvel superheroes? Yeah, that's true. a life skill that you will always benefit from. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't think of a scenario in which knowing the Marvel superheroes isn't something that's always, like, top of the front.
1: Yeah, it should be how we determine if you're capable of being on Congress.
0: Yeah. Like, it, you know. <laughs>
1: Can you name these superheroes?
0: And if you can't, yeah. you out. Yeah, L- that's just out. what it Goodbye. is. Like, I mean, It's like basic competency test. Come on. So, there is a game. It is called Marvel Headbands. If you've ever played that mm, game, mm-hmm. guess it. It's not the Guess Who like on the thing, but if you've ever played that like Heads Up Guess Who, where you write down the name of a character or a person and you put it on your yeah, forehead like and you one, don't know who you kinda are, kind of like the one
1: that Ellen DeGeneres <clears throat> does, the like Heads Up thing. Yeah, She's got, like the phone game where you put your phone up and it's got like a thing. Yeah, and, like, people are like, uh, you have four wheels and you smell bad, and you're like, oh, I'm al roker they're like yeah and then you (laughs)
0: or like it's it's or like i've seen the version where it's like 20 questions and it's like you get to ask certain amounts of like yes or no questions about the person on your thing and you have to guess who you are it's just like that except it's exclusively for marvel heroes um so it's definitely aimed toward you know a younger audience because all it's got to be is if they know some of their superheroes that's all they gotta know you know yeah So that's a really good option, in my opinion. It's family friendly. It doesn't have to be, you know, the whole family playing, which sometimes that can be frustrating if you get a board game. And like, Monopoly is not fun if there's two people, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, Certain games aren't fun if there's just yeah, two of you playing. Of you. And a lot of the really family-friendly games, you kind of need more than two people. Even if the game says it could be two people, that's not fun. Mm. It's boring. So this is one of those games where it's really not a big deal if it's two people because it's just a race between you to see who can guess the person first. Yeah. So I think that's kind of cool. cool. And I think it's a it's a fun idea. Um, so Marvel Headbands, it's spelled head and then B-A-N-Z. Nice so and that's available online i believe as well so definitely check that one out
1: so that is our gift guide holiday gift guide for any of the kids the little bambinos and bambinis (laughs) in your life or families that have kids um you know under the age of like 12 ish uh lots of different options there's plenty of more if you're ever looking for you know, ideas, get out to your local game shop, to your local comic shop, and just ask them, hey, you know, I've got a kid. He's really into Batman. What do you suggest? And they'll be more than happy. Uh, one thing I like to tell people, though, is don't send somebody into a comic or gaming shop and be like, they like comics. Try to be a little bit more specific. Yeah,
0: no, <laughs> no kind of the genre yeah, or the it theme can be, or something like that. It can be frustrating like that that for that the
1: employee into. when. <laughs> Uh, you know, Nana rolls in and is like, I have a son. He likes games. <laughs> it's like, cool.
0: Or like I've had people, I've watched people walk into the shop and be like, hey, so uh, what's your best multiplayer game? Yeah. And you're like, uh.
1: yeah. <laughs> that's, I'm looking, that's a
0: trick question. <laughs> I'm
1: looking for a new game.
0: What do you suggest?
1: What uh, games do you like? All games. Cool. (laughs) There's the games. Have fun. Have fun. Pick one. Let me know if you have any questions. Anyway, uh, (laughs) so catch us next week. Four. we'll be talking about teenage and like young adult stuff. Yes. Um and then in 2 weeks we'll be talking about the adults. The corona. We'll be talking about adult gifts for comic nerds. Uh, well
0: okay, not not like that. Like sensual. No, no, adult no, no, no. No, 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 no. No. For comic nerds. No, no. 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 uh, on uh, cover B. Dark, uh, cover B after dark. Oh god, no, no. Triple
1: X oh, Adam and Lord, Eve no. style <laughs> <I'm> comic book <laughs> gifts.
0: is not from being explicit. What? Uh, no, no. No, it's gifts for adults, like grown ups, people who are older than teenagers.
1: Oh, um, then I need to rework my list. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I'm taking the incredible Hulk off. <laughs> <laughs> Not the comic. <laughs>
0: Right, guys, don't
1: Google that. <laughs> if you
0: want more Cover B, you can find us on our website, CoverBPodcast.com. We you can find all of our past episodes, including that powered gaming episode we talked about, yep. and all of our previous episodes, including last year's holiday gift guides. Word. You can also find us on social media facebook and twitter at cover podcast where mm-hmm. we always update you on news and recently it's been almost exclusively baby yoda memes that's not my fault that's what's cute right that's now. that's just what
1: the internet is right now there is nothing yeah. else it's a desolate wasteland of baby yodas
0: i think i literally just posted one like 10 minutes before we started recording this have
1: thing. you seen the funko <laughs>
0: there's a funko
1: yeah we'll have to find that in person. yeah the baby yoda funko has
0: So, for your teenagers...
1: (laughs) That'll be... be, But that will be next week, and we'll catch you for that list (laughs) on the next Holiday Gift Guide with Cover B.
0: Bye, everybody.